And good evening, good evening. It is time for In Your Own Words with Dr. Godwin Marquet. This is a Monday, December. It's almost over, folks. And let's hope COVID goes out with it and we bring in 22 in a brand new way. Good evening, Dr. Orke. Glad to see you. Take it away. Hi, my sister. It's good to see you again. Uh, it has been a crazy one for all of us. And uh, I so dislike talking about COVID. But we've come full circle to where we started from. Last winter, just actually, this is the week of the anniversary of the first of the vaccine rollout. But last winter, we were all thinking, oh, the world is coming to an end. And, uh, and prior to that, we all know what we went through political COVID. Right. Misinformation, disinformation. And we're still there. Then we had all the pundits on TV asking us if it is real. And all they need to do is go, get out of Facebook or Google and go to the hospital and they'll find out that it is real. Yeah. And now we've come full circle. And uh, today, I am not going to dwell on the gloom, but I'm just asking everyone, now, how do we tie tie this up so that it's not an endless or bottomless spiral. We just keep on going and going and spinning on axis without going on. What is December 1? For many people, it's a day that just came and passed. But for many of us from the motherland, we know that was World AIDS Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How interesting that World AIDS Day has come to catch us again yeah. in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And not only that, the twin brother, Omicron, right. is also around. And what is in a name? We've had guests coming here that tell us stories, but as a particular one, we all heard she named her child Faith because of the belief. Yeah. And we went to town with that. Why did you name your child Faith? She said it was not by accident. In other words, word matters. Your language matters. Matters. Yeah. yeah. What you say matters. matters. Yes. And the person that carries it and moves with it matters also. Mm-hmm. Because if it is a label, there are only two options. Either a blessing or a curse. Right. Yeah. Nothing in between. No. You can't Nothing just say between. your name is Blop 
Right. Yeah. What does blob mean? Nothing. Okay. Uh-huh. You want to go around being called nothing? Yeah. No. But what of if we just go back in time and call it the South African variant again? Yeah. And what is the first thing we'll do? We shut the borders. Stop flights coming from the South African countries. Yet, this is what happened. Yep, last year. South Africa civilized enough and open enough to share with the entire world three weeks ago that they've been able to isolate a variant different from the Delta variant was predominant in their country. Mm. They found the Omicron. They announced it to the World Health Organization. And now, guess what? Other people are playing catch-up. Right. It's deja vu. Last year, Yes. those of you that will remember, we said, as an epidemiologist, I tell everybody, for this particular trend, we are always two weeks late. We play catch-up. So the time you are closing the door, the horse is already out of the oh, barn. As you out own. of the barn, yeah. Yes. So when South Africa isolated that, just and they shared the information, then consequently they found the same strain in Canada. Yep. Belgium, Netherlands, etc. Thirteen other countries. Before we even talk about California last week, because we're always two weeks late. But guess what? We stopped flights from those countries. Yep. Southern African countries. We didn't stop flights from Netherlands, from Belgium, nor from Canada. So those flights have not been those flights have not been stopped? No, they have not been stopped. These flights that are stopped are from the Southern African countries. Really? Yes, because it was hastily called, according to Dr. Anthony Fauci yesterday, South African, before we even agreed to call it a neutral name, Omicron, following the Greek alphabet. But this is the situation. We are getting the third doses for many of us right now. And these are countries that have not received their first doses. 20% on that side, and here we're already over 60-70%. So rather than push the booster, what if we are all safe together? That has taken us all the way back to equity and inequity. So they're pushing the booster now. Yes, because... It certainly will help based on the first principle. But what about those that have never received their first doses in these countries? Well, there are, I have a friend who's got a daughter in Houston, Dallas, LA. She's in LA. She got together with her family for the holiday, for Thanksgiving. 
15 members of her family have tested positive. 15 members, one right after the other. It has reached a point where we should ask ourselves about the issues of equity right now. Because uh, I talked about the World AIDS Day. And some people said it was initially overhyped. But if you think about the 750 million that died, 750,000 that died and the several millions that were affected, living to a life expectancy of even less than 48 years in places like Botswana in Southern Africa. You're going to ask yourself, we are not safe until no. everyone is safe. So for this virus right now, we're having issue of appetite. We are having issue with the virus where people are talking about hoarding. You have countries in the western, the northern part and the global north and the western hemisphere who have more than enough vaccine to go around the population four times. And just before expiration, and just before expiration, they magnanimously donate it. So, so the, U- the U.S. has promised several million doses, but we have several million doses expiring this month. Because I've given you a bunch of doses through the COVAX or any way it is sent to all these parts of the world, what is the guarantee that it will clear and to be distributed? Because they are not even expecting it. It's always the benevolent benefactor. Those vaccines will be stuck again at the ports. Yes, you are going to say something, Ms. Collette. I was. Yes, I am. I read an article and I, yeah, I read an article and I saw something that said there is now a cure for AIDS. Uh, You won't use the word cure per se, but you can actually reverse some of the factors that you suffer from AIDS. Now, uh, you use the word AIDS, but I'm going to tell you it's HIV and AIDS. We, 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 We had both of them together because it's a syndrome it's a syndrome. So there's a symptom sign complex mm-hmm. that is, is a spectrum. You could have the virus, which is just the HIV, the immunodeficiency virus, positive, but you don't have the spectrum of disease, which is due to the acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. So you could be HIV AIDS, you could be HIV positive, and yet not have the spectrum of disease because of the better care that we have now and the options of treatment, which includes a cocktail. In the past, you used to take about 17 to 24 different pills. Oh. A day. 
several doses. But now with one or two antiviral, yeah, you are cool. Remember, not really long ago, this same lifetime that we share, the diagnosis of HIV AIDS was a death sentence. Not anymore. Magic Johnson is still alive. But you know what? Magic Johnson, that's, uh, I don't even want to say that that is an extraordinary case. I want to say that that is something that should be discussed. Magic never had AIDS. He never had uh, HIV. I believe, and so many others believe, now that, that was a hoax. That okay. was a hoax. Uh, the reason why I would, discuss, uh, I would disagree with you is that uh, equity. They got exactly. all the best treatments exactly. and they were able to take care of themselves. Exactly. And you know what? He got all of the best treatments. He blew up, then he went down. He blew up, then he went down. I watched him and Cookie on Oprah one day. And Oprah asked how he was able to stay so healthy. And he said, eating at home. Cookie cooks for me. She makes this and that. They were in Magic Johnson's kitchen. And Magic said that Cookie would bake sweet potatoes. And she stood there in the kitchen with this sweet potato, didn't know what to do with it. This was on television. She did not know what to do with that sweet potato. She didn't know if she was supposed to turn on the oven. She fumbled with that sweet potato on the cookie sheet. She could not figure out what to do with that sweet potato on the Oprah show. And I have seen him and I've seen her together. And you know, he doesn't have to say anything. You can tell by his expression and her expression and what she isn't saying. He didn't really have that. That was, that was all about money. And it was all about a specific community. That was it. And let me tell you, quite honestly, when all of that took place, everybody in LA that knew how to get to your type came to your type to sit down in front of the television and watch Magic Johnson's breaking news. Well, I had just left the Lakers headquarters across the street from the forum. Well, I was going down, uh, uh, what street is that? La Cienega and La Brea. And I kept looking at all these cars flying. They were flying. I said, well, where are they going? News vans, cars going everywhere. I get back to my office and everybody's running around. There must've been 50 people in that shop to look at Magic Johnson. And that's when Magic Johnson made that confession. And from that point on, my husband always said, no, uh-uh, no. And we, one right after that, we had 62 people at my house for Christmas. Those men argued and argued and argued about Magic Johnson. And guess what? Not long after that, everybody kind of changed their tune. 
I didn't believe him. Then I got an opportunity to look deeper and to listen to a number of people and to watch. You're right. Equity. He didn't have it, but it was all about money. And it was about the power. And it was about that community. And there were so many things that started coming up that said, maybe he was right. And from that moment till this, he may have been wrong about everything else, but he was right about that. He was right <laughs> about what? Is bet that, that yeah, that magic really didn't have it. Okay. He didn't have HIV. Okay, now let us now talk about our brothers and sisters in South African, Southern African countries. Did they re- do they really have AIDS? Is that really what is decimating them? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the people in the South African countries. There's no way in the world for me to dispute that, nor would I debate that, nor would I argue that point. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So unfortunately, we know that that people in the South African countries, in Africa, they've suffered because of AIDS. Yes, absolutely. But when you have people who are in this country and they're taking advantage of other people and finding ways to mitigate and and put their their wares out there i think that's wrong i think that's wrong because it should be all people are equal and we know that that's a lie we know that that's a lie so the people in south africa who have been suffering remember ebola Okay, so we've had issues where people who are wealthy have been able to get what they needed. People who are not wealthy are still suffering. And that's with everything in this country. That's with healthcare. That's with everything. I did the uh, Medicare thing today. I couldn't believe the things the guy was telling me. It's ridiculous. It's not about the welfare of the people of this country. And I do believe in universal health care. Everybody should have the same health care. Everybody. And it should go up as you get older. That's not how things are done. So if you you want to talk about universal health care, we have a whole chunk of the population who say the government should get out of their healthcare business? They say Obamacare as an example. We oppose it because there is a mandate that makes it obligatory to have um, health insurance or be penalized. Even if the value is zero, at least there's a penalty. It's being stripped every single day. So why should we have so much conflict with healthcare in the light of universal healthcare? Because all things are not equal. Okay. So now going back to the Omicron virus, the headline in one of the German newspaper yesterday that I saved I caught the clip and saved it. Says the African virus has arrived. 
Of course, it's a right-leaning newspaper leading us again to stampede and mm-hmm. fear. And a week ago, we, we, clo- we shut down the flight from those countries that have been struggling from the pandemic and coming out right now. And our knee-jerk reaction is to close the border. This virus is not even asking for permission. It's not even applying for visa. It's not standing in line in any embassy. It shows up within the family. Mm -hmm. I have been saying this for one year in this show. Every time we talk and I tell you, this is still a virus of love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the treatment is also love and consideration. Yeah, but I, it's a virus I, of love because the only way those 15 people that are gathered for the holidays, your friends, is because they love each other they rest, and they came. Yeah. But they threw caution to the wind and they needed just one person. The index case in, in uh, San Francisco for the virus in California, Omicron, is a US citizen. He showed his passport and came in. And interestingly, he was even symptomatic then. It wasn't that he just came in then, the symptoms developed. Well, he already had one of the 10 things we'll talk about between fever and this and that. And it still came in. So are we going to get back to where we were last year? That is actually the purpose of this conversation we are having. The truthful answer is we don't know. So how do we address we don't know? It will have to address it in two phases. The first part is to agree that we don't No. So we don't operate with fear. For example, the leading variant in the U.S. is Delta. Mm -hmm. And currently, Omicron is dominant in some other parts of the world. But it's already spreading. Yes. Okay? This is what we don't know. We don't know if the vaccines will be 100% as efficacious on the strain because the vaccine was originally made for the Wuhan strain, the original one. Let's just call that zero alpha. That is the first thing. We don't know. But just like the flu, we know that the vaccine has reduced morbidity, and mortality and even severity of illnesses. So most people in the hospital are the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. That we know. Now, will this extend to Omicron? Once again, we don't know, but we know it extended to the Delta. It, it helped out with the Delta variant. That is why when we push for the booster, we are, it's an assumption why we 
play catch up. That's one thing. I'm going to answer your questions. Give me a second. Let me tell you another thing we don't know. We don't know if Omicron will be more virulent. That is severe disease or mild disease. Because it's also competing with Delta. But what we know is that it's highly infectious. The infectivity, transmissibility, the infection rate from maybe a thousand in some places like in Southern Africa is fourfold. But it has not correlated with, I dare use the word, mortality, death rates, or severe illnesses. But just with the spike in the infection of number of people being sick, that is enough to overwhelm the system. That is why in many states right now, based on our experience from last year, they are anticipating a spike and preemptively canceling elective surgery. Oh, really? Not because we know that people will end up in ICU. But we are based on lessons learned and not want to be caught unprepared. So we don't know if Omicron is more virulent, more dangerous. We don't know yet. We don't know. And everybody is going to Google and Facebook and causing a scare yeah. on Omicron. Right. But we don't know. And that is why the World Health Organization, in the briefing they had this morning, referred us back to where we are coming from and said fear should not be used as a tool. We should think of the vaccine equity. If we are getting the third doses, we should give these people that are less fortunate, the first or second doses. And the reason why some of them cannot get the first or second doses is because we, we locked the, the, the supply chain for the vaccine. And we said, no, for example, it must be produced in the U.S., just as an example. But we are not allowing generic. We are not allowing to put plants anywhere. So we've essentially bought the right to the vaccine, even before they were produced. So much so that they are still playing catch-up to give us doses. How could they... This is a, this is a rhetorical question, but how could things get so out of hand? Because one, since last year, since 2020, it unfortunately became so politicized that nobody could control it, not the scientists, not the epidemiologists, not the emergency room doctors, nobody could control this. But when people in certain places and the maggot of a so-called resident in the White House was able to ineffectively control all of this, the control was gone over nobody knew what to do nobody knew anything and then people were able to cry foul i don't want to close my restaurant i can't be sitting in the house i can't stay locked up in there i can't i can't 
and some of the worst things have happened to people. How did we lose control? So much so that this just continues to spiral. How do we get a handle on this? Yeah, because uh, the pandemic of misinformation and disinformation has not ended. And no. uh, it right. has taken so long that uh, you must agree with me now that uh, we have to keep on evaluating our own mental health. Yes. If you think I am not tired, then I'm lying. Right. We're all tired. Think We're of all, tired. all the obligations we have not fulfilling. Think of how we've essentially become antisocial. Just think of the fact that if you are released to the street, now you probably will not know what to do. Hey, and it's not, and it's people are people yeah. feel like it's just, okay just, to go. Just just think of it. You don't want to go to church. If they reopen everything now, you will still not uh, just go flippantly. I walked over the weekend in a place where they, they were not wearing masks. And I felt naked because this I've been taught and program is a new private part to cover my nose, my mouth, you know. And when it was open, I felt naked. So to cover my, not to be obscene, I put on a mask where nobody was wearing a mask. I put on a mask. I wear a mask um, no matter Who's doing what? I wear masks and, and, and that I made me comfortable. Myself. But people yes. will also look at you and actually go the step in some parts of this country and actually tap your mask off your face to tell you why do you have a mask on? Really? Because it is their rights and you are imposing on them and you're making them feel uncomfortable wearing a mask. So uh it's this is not definition of democracy unless we call democracy demonst- demonstration of craziness. Right. That's exactly what it is. Yes. Otherwise, uh, it's, it's, you don't vote to find out what is the truth. Yeah. And it is yeah. a demonstration of yeah. not only craziness, but it's also a demonstration of inhumanity. Yeah. It's a gigantic demonstration of inhumanity. And unfortunately, there are lots of folks that don't see that. Mm -hmm. They only see themselves. They only see what they see. They don't even see themselves in the mirror. They only see what they want to see. So they don't see that it is a gigantic, it is an enormous demonstration of inhumanity. And that's where we have come. It's inhumane. I'm, I'm aware of a team leader who got a positive test result for COVID for himself and got a confirmatory test that was also positive. Because he was a team leader, he falsified the results because it was mandatory testing. He falsified? Yes, so that he can engage in the team activity. What? Thereby exposing 15 other team members. What? Is he fired? Uh, Did he get fired? Yes. He got fired, but it wasn't worth it because it's not a crime to be sick from COVID. 
but it is a crime. It is a crime when you intentionally intentionally person, expose yes. other people. Yes, it is a crime when you unknowing you are endangering other people's lives. Yes, that yes. is why in California there is a law now that people laugh about about uh, bust condoms. It is a crime to intentionally rupture a condom oh when a, when a man is with a lady. Really? And I said, should there be a law about that? Who, who pulls that thing off? But uh, yes, a lot of people actually pull it off in the middle of their business. So the what? governor has signed into law right now that if you do that, that's a crime. It's a crime only when people are doing it. That means really? people are actually doing it enough to reach that. Yeah, we, we may laugh, but it's it's so crazy. It's just like the same law that we have in California, if you know you have an STI, right, including HIV and AIDS, you yes. must declare to your intimate partner. Yes. That I understood, but I never knew there is a law also about uh, rupturing or removing the con- the condom in the middle of the intimate act between a couple. Oh, my God. I mean, somebody actually sponsored that bill. It has been signed into signed into, into law. No. So we may laugh. It's, it's almost like a tongue-in-cheek conversation. But how different is this from presenting a fake COVID test? Yes, yeah. In a place where there is going to be a congregate congregation. Right. Yes. Right. Right. And remember, I know some people who were selling the vaccination card. Yes, it's it's still being sold, but who are you? Who exactly are you deceiving? It's yourself. Because at a stage you will actually believe the immunity that is provided by your card. You may actually just forget that you've not received the dose. Right. I mean, if your, if your license is suspended and you're never stopped by the cops, you may actually forget that you're actually driving with a suspended license because you'll be comfortable because most of us will probably not have any interaction with a cop. Most will not. So... I mind people not having the vaccination card. It disturbs me. But I don't really care about the card because we can always buy the card on the street. And I hope I don't know anybody that will do that. But the that person, is the thing. Yeah. The person that told me about it said, I think I'll get, get a, a, a card. No, you won't. No, you will not. You are not going to do that. No, you are not. And and for the person who actually worked at the facility and said she could get the cards and sell them, what kind of planet are you on? What are you not thinking? That you, I think, and this is just me, I don't think a brain... I don't think God gave folks that much space in their brains to be that stupid. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Nobody has that much space in their brain to be that stupid. So how do, with all of the things that are going on, with all of the inequities, with all of the humanity that has been, 
compromised. You go and do something like that to compromise everybody? Really? That's inhumane. And that's why I say the inhumanity to man, it's just at a peak that we've never seen before. Yeah, uh, that, 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 that is why it's sounding repetitive to us right now. Because we we had the same conversation in June of 2020. And we've come full circle. And we're still saying the same thing. And what we call it uh, of love, this virus of love, this pandemic of love, it's something we've not reflected upon sufficiently enough. Because well, there's no way one could be this insane. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree. It's I agree. going back to the condom story, like poking holes in the condoms before you sell it. You will go to jail. And some people do it. You will go to jail. So when you get a fake vaccine card. That, that's jail. A father yeah. and son, a father and son were jailed in Hawaii for, for having 2000 fake vaccination cards. They were jailed in Hawaii. They might still be there. Because the, they were the ones selling. in Canada that flew from here there with a fake, fake card were so close to Canada that they can go to the same database and they will see the same thing. I mean, I have your phone number. I have your date of birth. Right. I have your full name because your passport is in front of me. I can retrieve your vaccine record. Right. <laughs> right. Your passport is in front of me. Yeah. Takes me just a minute to pull it out. You have your ID. I've seen your ID. I don't need anything from you again. Right. I don't even need your social security number. God. I will pull out. It has always been there. So why risk? Yeah. Why? Of your, Stupid. Yes. You are self-centered. You are yes. arrogant. And yes. you don't care. Yes. So yes. in the comparison, this we know. And the things we don't know are on this side. What we don't know right now is the level of virulence, how severe Omicron will be. And in the competition between Omicron and Delta, which we supersede, because Delta currently, 95% of the cases now is Delta in the US, mm-hmm. and which we supersede. So we are watching other countries while the U.S. is blocking flights from Southern African countries, but they are not blocking flights from Europe. The same places where they have the same virus. And for World AIDS Day, that is, I've just been reflecting upon since December 1, I remember how many people died in this particular region. Then I also remember how we are talking about the booster doses right now, which is the third attempt, at least, to make sure we are safe. And they are struggling for first attempt, and vaccines will be expiring this 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 uh, this December. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And before they can transfer the vaccines to these places, perhaps most of them don't even have the infrastructure. They don't have the weight. They don't have the muscle to lift this vaccine and to actually get the jab in hand as we celebrate the one-year anniversary. So 
Think of this. And you should ask, why don't they have vaccines? Is it because they are all poor or they don't have money? It's because the vaccines are not available. Simply put, we bought the rights and we preemptively bought the doses and make sure each person has four or five doses. So I know the government has already assigned four or five doses of vaccines to me and to you and even to my nine-year-old daughter. Really? And they are producing as much as they can, but they don't last forever. No. So when we are hesitating here, we are still maintaining our four or five doses. While over there, they are anticipating and they are watching us refuse and they start refusing too. But meanwhile, their government or public health officers, officials are still anticipating. So we're not transferring, so transferring vaccine. We are transforming, we are transferring the disinformation ahead of the vaccine. So mm-hmm. we, they start the process all over, over again, again to try to knock on the door, to try to convince, to try to have the appropriate messaging. And we think, oh, we are safe. No. no when we shut our borders. Yeah. The virus did not ask for permission. It still came home. It came home. And now the economic consequences of stopping flights to those countries just after 18 months, almost two years of lockdown. But stopping, stopping flights. Mm-hmm. to and from Africa. That's not going to stop anything. It never stopped. But when somebody had called it also, the African virus has arrived. Right. How do you deal with that? Let's call a spade what it is. Remember, we said, what is in a name? Yes, Miss Colette, what is in a name? Mm-hmm. Everything. When you call it the Wuhan Everything. virus or the, the Chinese Wuhan. virus, right. we the said Chinese no. Virus. Right, when somebody right. called it the Kung Fu virus, Kung? we said no. Right. no. That right. is false labeling. Once upon a time, when it was Spanish flu, our level of sensitivity was different. Yeah. But yeah. now you cannot definitely call it the South African variant. No. Now, let me tell you uh, epidemiologically what will happen. The next country that is technologically advanced, for example, Nigeria, with the resources and isolate another variant of the, of the virus. Do you think this is going to keep going? Yes, the mutation will continue because that is why we have different gradation of mutation. This is called, according to the World Health Organization, the pandemic is ongoing, is a public health emergency, but this vi- this mutant on top of the pandemic is called of concern. It's different from the mutant of interest. There are gradations mm-hmm. because there are several other mutants already there. It's of concern because when they are, when they found a cluster of cases, and before they could finish the isolation, the cluster had quadrupled. So one day you have 10 cases and the following day you have 40 cases. So it's so new that we still have to catch up. So by next week, we'll have more information. It actually follows that two-week pattern. 
and Thanksgiving was a week ago. In two, two weeks, weeks ago. next week, you will see the difference. It's I can just see it in slow motion that I just feel as if I'm seeing vision. It's just as asking me, Godwin, what is two plus two? I'll tell you four. That is how I see it so clear. Really? So of interest is different from of concern. Sure. Of concern because it's spreading so fast, so we need to study. And let's call it Omicron. But there are others in between. And let us use the Greek alphabet. Although the Greek people now are complaining why they are using their alphabet. But you have to call it something rather than just the geographical space. But when you call it the South African virus, and they found from specimen in Europe that have been isolated, then reviewed now, they also had the virus even before South Africa said the but so, so now, if you find the virus now, let's pick a country, Guatemala. Okay. And Guatemala finds another variant of concern. Let's call it Omega. Are you telling me they will share the information freely with the world? We should. They will not. You know why? Why? They will shut the economy down again. Flights to Guatemala will be canceled. That's the way to handle it. Yes, they will That's just the shut them it. down. We will punish them. Yeah, yeah. But when we found Delta coming from Europe, we didn't shut them down that way. But when you find it from these brown countries yeah. and minority countries, you don't only shut that country down, you shut the economy of the countries around it. Because of the economy and because of the the power, the power structure and struggle. Exactly. That's why. That's why. So South Africa did not stop flight coming from U.S., yet U.S. stopped flight coming from the yeah. Southern African countries, seven of yeah. them. Yeah. So South Africa and all the neighbors. Now, COVID is bad. We are still in the pandemic. But ask yourself, are you really hearing more people dying in those countries? The answer is no. Because we are still looking at the numbers. But are we seeing more people being sick? The answer is yes. Because that is why it's of concern. But are they vaccinated? Nope. Do they want vaccines? Yes. Why don't they have vaccines? Because we've hoarded everything and we give leftover. Yeah. Right. And yeah, because, because the South African countries or any country in Africa doesn't have the money to give to the pharmaceutical companies who are creating these vaccines. And those pharmaceutical companies require billions of dollars before they ship those vaccines out. And they have so many for this country, the leftovers go to the countries that are poor. That would be, exactly. So uh, at the time we close our borders, interestingly, it's, we, we, we converted this opportunity to a punitive one. We punish them for sharing information, which means the next country will not share the information. Right. 
And we've agreed on this show that there are a lot we don't know. And as far as a lot we don't know, what it really calls for is patience. And which is lacking. Somebody had called it the vaccine appetite. Somebody had called it, uh, yeah, vaccine appetite. Somebody had called it uh, a knee-jerk reaction. They've used all sorts of expression. But what they are not addressing is the elephant in the room. What of people just call it racism also? Yes, at its best or worse. Yeah. Yes. Because it is an inconvenient truth. Why can we not also call it racism? When you call it Kung Fu virus, it's because you wanted to, it's derogatory. Very, very derogatory. And you know what? It is racism, but it's not the racism that Facebook is spewing. It's not that kind of racism. It's yeah, because racist. this is this is systemic. Systemic, yeah. It is yes. systemic. Yeah. And that will bring us back to the conversation we had two weeks ago about the critical race theory. Yes. And the critical race theory, I'm not saying anybody is bad. I'm not saying anybody is good. But I'm saying this happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an inconvenience. Like, in the Benin bronze and the and the sculptures from Nigeria that are being returned now from Britain and from Germany that have adored their museums for hundred centuries since the colonial times. But so-called people in Africa were savages. Why did you take leave their own artwork to Europe, to the museums for people to enjoy? Yeah. The work of savages. You go to a place, by virtue of luck, you overpower the people, superior gunpowder, gunfire. You capture maybe a king, you sack the palace and the and the soldiers, pick all the artifacts there, and they see call them uneducated savages. Then you place it in the museum where people pay to come and see. Racism. Call it what it is. And that is why this virus is showing us the underbelly. What we should see right now. It's a lizard. Flip the lizard over and you can see the soft side without the scales. Right. Mm -hmm. That is what we are looking at right now. And you know, it's interesting. Someone was saying that this is a time where people have been more engaging with one another. They've been more uh, accepting of one another. They've been, and I, I was listening going, what country is that? Because I was this, just waiting for you to finish. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is a time where people have really proven who they are and that the inhumanity, that's how people live in this country. The inhumanity is what is taking over this country. The inhumanity. It's amazing. It's amazing. And then to say that this 
this pandemic, the lockdown has made people more understanding and patient and engaging. No way. This is the opposite. This is the opposite of that. No way. Where do you get that from? No, it's it's it, it's interesting. The positive side of this pandemic now is uh, it also forced us to do things differently. Yes, that's it. It's only for ex- forced yeah, us to do things, things that differently. We, for for right. example, in my day job, <laughs> I I I cover practically all of Southern California, and I can I, and I actually do it mostly from this room. And that's and the only benefit. That because that now that's it. Uh, it, it makes no sense to be resident, for example, in San Bernardino. To me, yeah, I'm already here. They ship your computer to you, they ship everything to you, and you just know that you go there to San Bernardino to take care of things, so you go to San Diego to take care of business. But in the past, I could not ever dream of getting a job in San Diego while I live here in Orphan, or even get a job in San Bernardino and hop there in the rim of the world and drive 92 right. miles. <laughs> the rim of the world, right. Yes. I, no, actually, I covered the rim of the world school districts. Do you really? Yes. Oh, no. It's that's 97 way, miles from yeah, I was going to say, that's way out there. <laughs> yeah, but... If I go once a week and every other thing, I see myself and we talk, I fulfill because I'm not, I'm not having hand, I'm not dipping my hand in the pond. You know, I'm not going to yes. be dirty. It's yes. not going to be brain work, organizing, controlling, preparing, advising, counseling, and pick the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Do this, do this yeah. video chat. Yeah. This is the unintended consequence. Why do I need to pay out-of-state tuition? Right. Yeah. And you I know can what? go to school in Texas while I'm yeah. living here. Exactly. And, and I'm under the same situation. And I went to work the other day, last Wednesday. And the district only allows a few people in the building, but too many. And only two people are supposed to ride the elevator at a time. Well, if you're going downtown and you have to be there at 7.30, 8 o'clock, two people at a time? No, 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 that's not going to work. Yeah, Kenny just shared something interesting. European travel powerhouse in six other places at very high risk for COVID-19. Okay. Those places, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Tanzania was included, Jordan. Tanzania, too. yeah. Tanzania. Yeah. So it's 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 really tough. You see, we just need to reconsider our reality. And yes. that is the I, I don't want to use the word positive, but that's an unintended unintended benefit of something from this COVID. Because uh, why do we need to dwell on the misinformation, disinformation? Because people don't want to know the truth. And in this talk today, we've said all the things we don't know. Why can't we say we don't know? Why must we yeah. give an analysis? We don't know. No. 
and we will play catch up and we will always be two weeks late. Take that to the bank. That yes. is the fact. Yes. And once the smarter people know, it will filter back to us. But in that period of waiting, we should think about the consequences of our actions and inactions. And we should always remember this remains a pandemic of love. You will not believe it, but one day somebody is going to write a book about it. Oh, of course. They've already started. It'll be This is love. It is the only way I can get the virus will be from a close contact, a family member, or friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I won't under- get it from a stranger. We probably yeah. will not connect. Right. That's incredible. Incredible. So in a full circle, we've gone back to where we began. And uh, we just have to remain kind. This has not brought us any closer together. No, it has not. No. And uh, we have to be considerate. Yes. And that, that, that is something, unfortunately, we have to keep on preaching. I'm preaching. I mean, it's so crazy to have to preach to tell people to be considerate. But yes, yes. we really have to be considerate. Yes. In my last class with my undergraduate students, I spent the whole day last Tuesday telling them exactly this. And I said, this is what we don't know. And I said, we don't even need PowerPoint. Let's just talk about name. Yeah. Racism. Let yeah. us talk about issue of equity. Yes. We are, we are getting the third job. They've not received their first jobs. Yes. Not because some of them can't afford it, but it's not available. There is no access. Wow. Let us talk about the political COVID. Yes. We now give them leftover doses that has a shelf life of one month in a place where they have bad roads. No infrastructure and people can't reach there. Oh gosh. So people are not discussing this. We are chasing the wrong thing. That is why today, in your own words, in the conversation with me, which is just a conversation with myself, these are these are just my thoughts that I'm bringing out that we should not drop the ball. We should not be distracted by the shiny objects. There are so many things, but if we can just maintain the same systematic focus, I still believe we will get out of this sooner than later and just drop our ego. Let's hope so. Absolutely. Drop the ego and learn how to be more humane. Learn how to be more humane. This is the time. This is absolutely the time for Nobody wants to continue to do this year after year, month after month, week after week, day after day. We've done this for two years. That's two years too long. Too long. My first dose, I was sick for three days. Second dose, I was sick for three days. Third dose, I was sick for three days. Really? Yes. It got me every single time, 72 hours. Oh, Dr. Orkay, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, oh my god but i am out there on the streets for work matters so i will not take risks and i have to take off my family well i got my booster doctor okay i got my booster on friday and i'm fine nothing no side effects 
thank God. Yeah, thank God. I am thanking God for that. I'm just very thankful for that. So, yeah, golly, Doctor Orke, as usual, as always, it's been a great conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You bring so much knowledge, so much information, and we greatly appreciate it. You have been listening to In Your Own Words with Dr. Godwin Orke. And that's why he does this, because he's telling us the truth in your own words. Thank you, Dr. Orke. We will Thank see you. you. We will see you uh, probably in the new year, because the first and third Mondays are your days. And the third Monday, I think we're going to be on hiatus. So you yes. get a vacation. You get a vacation. But don't Yay! forget. <laughs> Don't forget, don't forget we have the Christmas program on Sunday, and I hope your daughters are going to join us right they here. They will. Yeah. ITRNradio.com. I sent you the information. It is this Sunday, the second annual Joyful Christmas Carol Celebration. Sunday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Two hours, and we've got special guests, Sounds of Blackness, and we're going to sing and have fun, tell stories and bring in the Christmas spirit as best we can. So thank you again, Dr. Orke. Tomorrow is Change Matters right here on ITRN Radio and Your Life, Your Health, Dr. George Bell. So we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good evening, all. And you are listening to the Intentional Talk Radio. Good night. Thank you.